calling all worried perfectionists, all people that are trying to achieve success and are stressed out on a regular basis, I want you to know, if you've been spinning your wheels trying to create success and it's not happening for you, but it seems to be happening for everyone else, it's not your fault. You have been trained for years and years and years to crave the how, to always want guarantees, to tiptoe around the edges of your dream and avoid failure because you are your results. And that's BS. It's not true. You are not your results. But anybody with that thought pattern would actually accidentally be be avoiding the results that they want. And until we get to the bottom of this, what you're going to find is the more effort you put in, the more you try, it just evades you. Success seems to disappear and it feels like it's two steps forward, three steps back and it seems like you can't seem to get ahead. I want you to know, your dreams are not crazy. Yes, you can have them. You can create that six-figure income serving people in the deepest ways possible. That is possible for you, but it will not happen if you're living in perfection and it will not happen through a state of consistent stress. Write this down. Worry and stress never solved a single problem in life. And most people think if I just focus on it and obsess over it and worry about it more and get stressed out about it, then somehow it's going to solve it. But all it does is repel the lessons that will actually help you break through. That's what we're going to talk about today. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a personal development expert with 10 years coaching experience, helping people to rewire their mind for six and even seven figure success. And that's exactly what we're going to do on this show. And to start this off, I'd like to give you a metaphor, a metaphor that I think can help quite a bit. Write this down. The plant can only grow to the size and the strength of the pot that holds it. The plant, meaning your success, can only grow to the strength and the expansion of your mind. And so most people want this massive tree, right? They want this huge, huge, huge tree, but they're trying to plant that tree in a, in a pot that's very, very small. Most people, what that means is most people are trying to create success from the mindset that created their existing failures. And this is why it never changes. So what I'd like to give you are six real life views on where your pot is limited in size or strength. And these six ways are how a lot of people try to approach success. And when you try to approach success with any of these, let's say that you only have one of these. It limits you and it holds you back from what you're really capable of. It's when these disappear. That is when success happens so much faster. So I want, as I go through these, these six items, ask yourself, which best describes you? Which do you need to change right now? And the first is what I call the crazy loop. The crazy loop. Now, this is a combination of two emotions. With a lot of people, it's either perfection and guilt. With some people, it's anger and sadness. And it's kind of this feeling of total overwhelm. See, the human nervous system cannot take emotions like perfection or anger. It just destroys the nervous system. Have you ever noticed when you're living in perfection for a long time, 
what ends up happening is your body ends up shutting down and you end up needing to do something to escape it where you you probably have a limiting behavior in some way, whether that's TV, whether that's uh, scrolling social media, whether that's binge eating, whether that's drinking or drugs or whatever it is. There's something that people, when they're in a state of perfection, do. When the body can't take it anymore, they interrupt that pattern. Same thing with the state of anger. Anger is hell on the nervous system. And so if you're in a state of anger, the body needs to interrupt that, and it does something. And so I want you to ask yourself this. If you're in this state of either perfection or anger, what typically happens You'll live that way for a little while. You'll either set a ridiculous standard for yourself that's impossible to achieve, like I need to send 800 million invites today, or if you're in a state of anger, you'll feel like the world has wronged you and the world needs to right it, right the wrong before you can actually get moving again. And so you'll get into these states, these, these crazy tense states, and the human nervous system can't take it, like I said. And so what ends up happening is that it interrupts the pattern. It will do something to stop that feeling of perfection or that feeling of anger. And when it does that thing to stop that feeling of perfection or that feeling of anger, you get a sigh of relief because the nervous system doesn't have to take perfection and it doesn't have to take anger anymore. But then just after that, whether it's binge watching Netflix or avoiding an action and scrolling social media or overeating or whatever it is, there's a secondary emotion for both of these. After perfection is interrupted, what always follows is guilt a feeling of I didn't do enough, a feeling of I failed in some way. And that leads you right back to a state of perfection. Once anger is interrupted, it's typically followed by sadness. And that sadness just is so hard to take and it triggers those emotions of anger again. And it's this crazy eight loop where you go from perfection to guilt to perfection to guilt, from anger to sadness, anger to sadness, over and over and over again. And it seems like you can't get out. It feels like you're stuck in that place. And so we need to change this. This is, let me give you one example so they can really solidify this. Have you ever gotten really, really angry with someone and it, it, you just wanted to be pissed off at them? And then you, you couldn't take it. So all of a sudden you get into a state of, I just want someone to see that I'm struggling. I just want someone to see that I'm hurting. I just want someone to give me a hug. And then it goes right back into being angry at that person that wronged you. Or if you're in perfection, let's say that you're following a nutrition plan and trying to do it perfectly, right? Well, that's perfection. So what does the nervous system do? It interrupts that pattern and you binge eat a whole pizza. And after that, you feel guilty for binge eating that whole pizza. So you go to the gym and burn off the exact amount of calories that was in that pizza. Back to perfection. Or you have 100 invites scheduled for that day and you can't take it. So you interrupt it by watching Netflix, say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. But then you feel guilty and then you double the number tomorrow and it leads right back to this old pattern. This needs to be eliminated if you ever want to see lasting success. This is one of the examples of where your pot is limited with holes in it. That plant cannot grow if that is what you're trying to create success from. Perfection and anger are horrible standards that will never lead to lasting success. Guilt and sadness are not an expression of love. They're expression of punishment. You can't expect abundance from that state. It's not possible. So we need to get rid of these forever. That's the first thing. Ask yourself if you can relate to that in any way. The second way that we constantly live in this limited pot, this limited strength pot or limited size pot where we're trying to grow our plant is craving the how. 
If this is you, then you are someone who's consistently craving guarantees. You want to know that things are going to be okay before you start. You want to know the how, and you're consistently focusing on and obsessing over how is that going to work? How is that going to happen? Like I have this idea, but I don't know how it's going to happen. So you shut down and because you're craving the how, you never really let yourself out to expand and go reach that dream. You just constantly feel like you're behind, like a piece of your soul wants to expand into something more, but because you can't see the future, then you're end up constricting everything around you just to stay in the same place and feel a sense of control. When you think of uncertainty, it makes you cringe. But write this down. Success in life is completely dependent on your ability to handle uncertainty. The better you can handle uncertainty, the more success you can have. But when you are craving the how, you're closing the world in around you to feel a sense of control. When really the only thing that you are in control of are your, is your emotional state. The only thing guaranteed, the only thing certain is change. And so if you're consistently craving the how, you will live in perfection and it will cause you to get into that state of guilt over and over and over again. And so what we need to do to get out of this is to rewire our mind for success. We cannot absolutely not succeed from a place of craving the how. If I take a look at our business now, serving thousands of people all over the world, I had no idea how to do that. I just knew that I wanted a big dream. So I went after it with everything I could. And I realized that when I know what I want, the how will reveal itself. And so we need to let go of craving the how. And don't worry, we'll talk about how to do that in a little bit. The third way that keeps that pot limited in size and strength is trying to avoid failure. If you're like most people we work with in our rewired program, you probably have felt like you have this dream this idea, this big goal, but you're not, if you're being honest with yourself, you might be doing some actions towards it, but really you're tiptoeing around the edges of your dream, afraid to go all in because of a fear of judgment, a fear of someone uh, saying something about you, a fear of rejection, a fear of your ability to lead or succeed. But if you're tiptoeing around the edges of your dream, That's like saying, I want to be a world-class swimmer and never getting in the pool to learn swimming. You're just dipping your toe in and claiming that you know how to swim. And this is what most people do on the path to their dreams. When you're living in that status quo life, this is what most people struggling in status quo do. When you're in that worried perfection state, that stressed achiever state, this is what happens. We're trying to avoid failure. And so all of your life becomes a constant comparison. You're looking around at other people that have results and it feels like, well, you want that, but you feel like you couldn't get that. So it feels like they have it easier than you, even though that's not true. You're just lying to yourself and not really going all in because you're trying to avoid failure because write this down, you're playing life not to lose instead of playing life to win. If that is you, that's like trying to grow a massive tree in a pot that's six inches wide. It's not going to happen and you can try all day long and you'll probably study the strategies and the scripts and all those things and it doesn't seem to work. There's a reason for that. It's because trying to avoid failure will never allow you to succeed. You cannot thrive if you do not fail. Does that make sense? Number four, the fourth way that most people that are struggling with stress or worry or perfection limit their ability to succeed is they tie their worth to an outcome. What that means is nothing ever feels like enough for you. It, you never feel satiated. Now, keep in mind, there's a, I want to make a distinction here because a lot of people will use contentment 
as a way to rationalize not going all in on their dreams. They'll say, no, I'm good. I don't need anything else. I don't need anything else. That's not what I'm referencing. Contentment is the enemy of abundance. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that we need to just be grateful for our life and call it a day, right? Because if we are just acting like we're grateful and not growing and going after something, that's actually scarcity that's pretending to be abundance because abundance is the energy of more. Abundance is the mindset of, yes, I'm so grateful and I want more. But when you are attached, so first of all, let's not rationalize contentment as success. Saying, I'm just, I'm just content. I don't need anything else. That's just saying you're afraid of what the next level of you looks like. It's just scarcity that's wrapped in martyrdom. It's not actually success. And so we need to let that go. But I want to get to the root of this, which is no matter what you achieve, if you are in this limited place, no matter what you achieve, it doesn't feel like it's enough. You will literally bounce from goal to goal, peak to peak, to-do list to to-do list. You'll literally write things on your list that you've already done just to check them off. And the reason for that, the reason nothing feels like enough is because you are attached to an outcome. What that means is you feel like your worth is based on what you achieve. And what this causes you to do is one of two things. Number one is never stop, which we're going to talk about next. And you feel like you always have to be on. Or two, you tone down your goals to be more realistic so you have a guarantee that you can achieve them. And when you tone down your goals to be more realistic, so you have a guarantee that you can achieve them, then what ends up happening is you're no longer energized or inspired by the goal. And so you end up not actually creating the safe goal and you start to create a story that you're never good enough, that other people have it easier, and that it's harder for you. And that's a load of BS. It's absolutely not true. The only thing that's going on here is you are tying your worth to an outcome. You're saying, I am my results. No, you're not. You are not your results. And that goes the other way too. If you are wildly successful, you are not your results. A lot of people think that I I can't set a big goal because I need to make sure I can hit something. And then if someone does achieve a lot of success, they think I am those results. And therefore, when when that's the case, when you feel like you are your results and you have success, you're afraid of losing it. You're afraid it's gonna disappear. And so attachment is saying, I am whatever I've achieved. Did you know that if you're not creating the success you desire, it's not because you're not trying hard enough. It's not because you're not doing enough personal development. It's because of the way your mind is wired and your brain isn't naturally wired to be happy and successful. It's actually wired to survive. I believe that rewiring your mind is the only way to create lasting success and fulfillment. That means unlearning what you've been taught your entire life about what it means to be successful. And in order to do that, you need to uncover the limiting beliefs and toxic thought patterns that are hiding in your mental blind spots. And that's exactly why I created Life on Purpose, a five-day workshop to help you start the process of rewiring your mind for lasting success and fulfillment. It's your time to break the chains of mediocrity and create the life on your terms that you've been craving for so long. To access life on purpose, head to www.bradbizjack.com forward slash purpose and you can start rewiring your mind right now. Whatever I can achieve. 
and that will keep you stuck in the same spot and you'll always be craving worthiness. You will bounce from goal to goal trying to find fulfillment, trying to find love, trying to feel a sense of completion, but it just consistently feels like it's evading you and it feels like you're chasing a ghost. This is not sustainable. That is hell on the nervous system. That will lead to complete shutdown. You'll start to get burnt out. And what will end up happening is you'll start to resent the very vehicle that was supposed to be your key to freedom in the first place. We got to let that go. That's never going to get to your dreams. That's just going to hold you in the exact same spot. So I want you to ask yourself if you're doing that right now. Number five, very similar, but a little bit different. Number five is, You're afraid to ever slow down. You're afraid to ever take a break. You're afraid to ever stop. If I stop, success will disappear. Well, the only reason this happens is because of the reason before this. You're attached to your goals. You think that you are your results. Remember, detachment is not that you should own nothing. You should go all in on your dreams. Detachment is not that you should own nothing. It's that nothing should own you. But if your results, if your success is owning you, which in a lot of cases, when you're dealing with perfectionism or stress or worry, you feel like you are your results. So you're afraid to stop. If I stop, it'll fall apart. What that means is you are consistently on and you might be in a place where you're trying to show freedom to the world, but people read energy. That's what people connect with. And so if you're always on, but you're claiming this life of freedom, join this amazing thing, they're going to see that you're always on. They're going to read that energy and not want to join you. It literally creates the opposite of what you're trying. And so think about what this does from an energy perspective. You have to then rely on push motivation. You have to rely on willpower. Now, willpower is a beautiful thing. I use willpower in my life too when I need to, but I don't rely on it. I rely on inspiration, that pull motivation. But if you're afraid to ever stop, if you're worried things will fall apart if you stop, if you're afraid that everything's held together by a little thread and it all depends on you, that is not sustainable. That is not successful. That is not going to grow that massive tree. That is a very small pot that you're trying to create a massive tree out of. It's never going to happen. And so if you're afraid to stop, your energy starts to drain. You get burnt out. You're afraid to ever take a break. Even if you have a family vacation, even if you're unplugged with your kids, you're still thinking about work. You're still thinking about success. You're not actually present. To the degree in which you are able to be present is the degree in which you are able to succeed. Let me repeat that. To the degree in which you are able to be present is the degree in which you are able to succeed. But most people are afraid to stop. So they become resentful, they become exhausted, they bring that exhausted energy to try to create something. Exhaustion and creation, they are literally opposites. And so if you're trying to create from a place of exhaustion, it's never going to grow. And even if somehow you achieve something, it feels like you are consistently worried that that will fall apart. So you're afraid to stop. And this just leads to catastrophe. You'll lead to a place where you're like, well, what's enough? You'll probably upset your partner, probably upset your kids. And it leads to the sixth thing. The sixth sign that you are out of alignment, the sixth sign that you were trying to create a massive, massive tree from a very, very limited pot. And that's it. You're never present. You're never present in anything that you do. You are feeling constant guilt, constant guilt, no matter what you do. You will feel guilty when you are working because you know you weren't present with the people you love the most. 
And when you're with the people you love the most, you will feel guilty because you are not at the level of success that you desire. And so it leads to this feeling of never being present in what you do. And just like I said, to the degree in which you're able to be present is the degree in which you're able to succeed. And so all of this, these six items literally kill success. And if you're anything like our rewired clients, you're likely dealing with something where you're dealing with one or many of these. And you got to ask yourself, how is that ever going to lead to success? Write, write this question down. I want you to ponder it. If your mind is wired for perfection, how can you ever expect to succeed? If your mind is wired for guilt, how can you ever expect to succeed? If your mind is wired for anger, how can you ever expect to succeed? If your mind is wired for sadness and blame, how can you ever expect to succeed? If your mind is craving the how, how can you ever expect to thrive? If you're constantly trying to avoid failure, how can you ever expect success? If nothing feels like enough, are you ever going to have a reason to keep going? If you're afraid to ever stop, how will you ever recharge your batteries? If you're never present, how will you have a fulfilling life? All of these predicaments are what are being caused by living in a state of perfection and a state of stress slash worry. All of these are a pot that's six inches wide and you're trying to grow an oak tree. It's not going to happen. The size of the tree depends on the size and the strength of the pot that holds it. And if you have these six kinks, then it's never going to happen in the way that you want. Don't worry because something very, very soon is coming for you to reverse this forever. I have worked with tens of thousands of people from all over the world. And literally what I do all day, every day is help you break through these things forever. So you can have the life that you really, really want. So stay tuned because next week I'm going to announce something very, very special. It's something that has transformed tens of thousands, over 20, 30,000 lives from all over the world. And it's something that can change your life too. It's a special challenge that I have that I only do a couple times a year. That's coming up. I'm not going to tell you all the details of it yet, but we're going to start talking about it next week. And it's literally going to help you reverse all of these forever. Now, you might have a lot of these qualities and no judgment if you do. I used to have literally every single one of these qualities. But you're probably wondering, how do I ever break through this? And which one applies most to me? If you don't repair the main hole in your pot, the plant will not grow. And so what I did is I created a quiz and the goal of that quiz is to help you find your biggest kink in that pot, what that limitation is, your greatest limitation holding you in this place. It's called, the quiz is called, What's Your Unique Success Archetype? It has helped thousands of people from all over the world start the process of rewiring their mind for six-figure success. Because rewiring your mind is the only way you are ever going to create six-figure success. You cannot create success from the mindset and the wiring that got you to where you are now. Those six things and many more need to be rewired if we ever want to change your life. And so you can't create success from the mindset that created current failures, right? That makes sense, right? So we need to know our starting point. If we have big dreams, that's amazing. But if we don't know our starting point, 
we're not actually going to be able to create those big dreams. And that's exactly what the quiz will help you find out. Not only that, but that special surprise I have for you coming up, that's going to be first announced to all the people who take our quiz. And so if you want first dibs on the program that's totally free, that has transformed over 30,000 lives in the last two years, then you need to take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype Quiz. You can find that at quizzes.bradbizjack.com. It's also linked up in the show notes. It will transform your life and you will feel like for the first time, you are understood. For the first time, you have direction. And even if you've taken it before, take it again. See where you're at after all of this growth. It'll change your life. So take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype Quiz right now at the link below. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast today. Remember that the plant, the size of the plant, is 100% dependent on the size and the strength of the pot that holds it. That's what we need to change. These six items that prevent success. So I hope you found so much value in this episode. Take the What's Your Unique Success Archetype quiz down below. Thank you so much for being here. And always remember, you're only one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you next week.